In uh, Romans chapter 8, verse number 14, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, <clears throat> they are the sons of God. And so we are the sons of God. Amen? Amen. And as sons of God, we can expect to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen? Amen. And so aren't you grateful? Aren't you thankful for that? And, uh, <clears throat> you know, even, you know, you don't even know what to do and you don't even have to experience it to be thankful for it. Uh, you can be thankful for it because the Bible says right here that as a, as a son of God, we can be led by the Spirit of God. That's a good thing to know. Yeah. Amen. You could say it like this. <clears throat> when you're led by the Spirit of God, you're led by what he knows. Hallelujah. And he knows tomorrow. Hallelujah. He knows next month, next year. He knows uh, what your children are going to do when you don't know. He knows where they're at and what's going on. There's no need to worry yeah. because you're being led by Him and He knows. Yeah. Amen. And then it says in the uh, 16th verse, it says, The Spirit itself, the King James, the other versions say, The Spirit Himself. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Yeah. So, children of God or sons of God, can, can expect to be led by the Spirit of God, and we're going to be led by the Spirit of God through the vehicle or the venue of our own spirit. Yeah. Amen? Amen? And so when we know also, we'll make reference to this, but we don't have to turn there. I mean, this is a whole lot, but you guys have heard this, and I'm just doing a little refresher. Proverbs 20, 27 says, The Spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. And so um, <clears throat> you could say it like this. The spirit of man is the flashlight or is the tool that God's going to use to get his plan over to you. Yeah. Amen? It's kind of like this. God is, God's speaking or dealings with you can affect your mind, but they're not mental. God's dealings and speakings with you can affect your body, but they're not physical. You ever had the Lord speak something to you and it just felt real peaceful? You ever had the Lord quicken something to you? You ever had a scripture jump out to you? And there was joy in that scripture. It even affected your emotions, but you didn't really necessarily grasp it all emotionally, but it had effect on you emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so, um, <clears throat> so that's what God speaking, or the Spirit of God speaking to your spirit. Uh, like we always like to say, if... Um, uh, I mean, I have my phone in my pocket, but if I have a phone, and uh, like if this is the phone and I move the phone around, uh, if, the, if there's a light on the phone, if I move the phone, it's gonna, give, it's gonna illuminate what's in my pathway. Does that make sense? So God's going to illuminate you through your spirit. Your spirit knows things that your head doesn't know. Amen? Uh, your, your inner man is aware of things that your outer man doesn't always know. Like we've heard, and I don't know how many, Kevin and Corinne were just talking about it the other day, and uh, we were discussing, and I'm sure we could ask each one of us, and we've had different stories to where um, we were driving and uh, almost had an accident, and, uh, or something happened where God spared you or rescued you, and sometimes you know something's not right, or something's off, or, or there's just, you know, I should wait here, or I should not go, or there's just some kind of apprehension. And you don't always know mentally, but on the inside you have some kind of a, oh, I should wait here. Amen? And that's the Holy Ghost quickening to your spirit. Now, the, the, one of the easiest, go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14, we'll look at that. One of the easiest ways that I know uh, to identify the inward witness, or the witness of the Spirit, 
is to just use the phrase. And I think we've all had this happen. Haven't we all had a scripture jump out to us? You're reading the Bible, or you could say it like this. You're listening to Jesse Duplantis, or you're watching Brother Copeland or Brother Hagen or somebody, and then there's a piece of words that he says that seems to be enhanced or jumps out to you. You know, or you're reading your Bible and all of a sudden a part of the scripture impresses itself or resonates upon your heart. It like it says something to you. Yeah. Well, that's the Holy Ghost witnessing with your spirit. Pay attention to that piece of scripture. Amen. And so we as Christians, now if that is God, and and I know we say the term God a lot and, and we get real shallow with that term. But if the creator of the universe is endeavoring to communicate with us by using a scripture and causing that to jump out to us, we really should probably pay attention to that. Amen. Like I jokingly say, if I'm reading my Bible and Jesus was physically here and I'm reading through my chapter and he said, Lonnie, what about that verse? I would probably stop and say, yes, Lord, what about that verse? You know, but sometimes... Uh, when a scripture jumps out to us, we're busy through the day and we think, oh, well, you know, I got to get to the end of the chapter so I can finish, you know, because I got to get on through my day. I got to get my coffee. I got to get this, you know, but if Jesus was physically there and he said, you know, hey, Sir Mark, what about this passage? We would give it a little more urgency or uh, respect. Amen. And so uh, one aspect of learning to be led by the Spirit of God and praying in tongues is learning to respect what your heart respects. Learning to honor and respect what your heart sees as valuable. Amen? And so, uh, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. And uh, by no means am I going to finish this, and I may never finish this, but I just felt like this was something good to share on tonight. And uh, we're not doing a series or anything necessarily. And, uh, and the only reason I'm up here is because Dana asked me. And so this is her service, so she asked me to do it, so I uh, made my preparations, and, um, and, um, and doing it. So 1 Corinthians chapter 14, <clears throat> for if I pray in an unknown tongue, First 1 Corinthians 14, 14, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays but my understanding is unfruitful. Direction for your life, clarity for your future, uh, peace for your mind is going to come out of your spirit. As you recognize, respect, and give regard to what your inner man likes and pursues and chooses to meditate upon, uh, you will have God's character and His ability and His presence in your life, in manifestation. Amen. And so, uh, but anyway, it says here in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, 14, For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. Now, I'm going to change this up a little bit in uh, the Amplified Classic. I don't know why they had to change the Amplified, but uh, it's okay. I like the Classic. It took me a while to figure out what they did. It says here in first number, first Corinthians fourteen fourteen, uh, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit by the Holy Spirit within me prays, but my mind is unproductive and it bears no fruit and helps nobody. 
So, <clears throat> you could say it like this. Um, your spirit bears witness, uh, or the Holy Spirit bears witness with your spirit, doesn't bear witness with your mind, doesn't bear witness with your intellect, doesn't bear witness with you physically, but the Holy Spirit uh, bears witness with your spirit that you're a son of God, but also... When you pray in other tongues, the Holy Spirit is witnessing with your spirit and giving you utterance in other tongues. Amen? So, uh, when you're praying in other tongues, you're actually having an interaction with that divine witness whereby God's going to lead you. Amen? And so, um, so, when I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. So you don't have to look to your understanding for direction, but yet direction can have an impact upon your understanding. So don't get those two confused. Right. Amen? So let's do that for a couple minutes. As we're talking about it, we might do this through the whole thing. <clears throat> so let's just pray in the Spirit with this thought in mind. <clears throat> my Spirit is praying by the Holy Spirit within me. Amen? Yeah. And so let's just take 30 seconds and do that. Estora provoto, frevishka, sapra boriate, menakligitia corapradufra, visto, pordia fravara, ampradola frevishke, sepra boriate, emproboriantia fram mancan, sembleglina managayate, embrandilima gigas and danglamra digalama negoda, ondong de lamra de gayate, mandalodo doci, sapra lamra de gayate, mandale bragunda, manakeate, fravisto, poboriante, manskin sebrangalama de gay. Mansen si proboriate, frevisto, proboriate, mantalam regate, bronskin se proboriatia frevoto, om proboriantia mancane, mentele braguna, em proborianti caramante, mantele bragiotia palabra doco, sosto proboriatia freveke, mancalam bradia kia tomana goto, tola bradia frevichki, sa proboriate. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Amen. You can touch your future right now. Amen. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> your spirit, by the Holy Spirit within you, prays. It says, out of your belly will come rivers of living water. Well, you need healing. There's a river of healing on the inside. Amen. You need peace in your mind. There's a river of peace. If you need strength in your soul, there's a river of strength for your soul. Amen. You need counsel. You don't know what to do mentally. You're confused or discouraged or in despair. There is a river of encouragement and strength on the inside. Amen. But learning to adapt and hook your mind, your conscience, your conscious mind, will, and emotions to your spirit where the Holy Spirit witnesses with your spirit. Not just hooking your mind, will, and emotions and your intellect up to your circumstances, but hooking them up with your, to your spirit and then out of your spirit you get God's direction. Amen. And that's a practice. That takes skill. That takes time. That takes practice. But as we as Christians uh, learn to walk with God, I mean, you know... Anybody ever seen that? We've all seen it. I can make fun of it. <clears throat> How many have you ever seen the thing in the? I think in the eighties, you know, um, footprints in the sand. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And people are like, oh, you know, there's only one set of footprints. Oh, because he was carrying me the whole way. You know, how does he carry you? He doesn't carry you with footsteps. He doesn't carry you physically. 
He doesn't even carry you. I, I, I would say he's not even going to carry you emotionally or, or, or any, in, in that kind of way. He carries you via your spirit. Yeah. God's way to get to you yeah. is through the vehicle of your spirit. Amen? Yeah. And so learning to do this is learning to walk with him. Yes. Amen? Learning to talk with him. Learning to interact with him. Yeah. Because you can pray, but your understanding is unfruitful. So you can pray and pray. Did you know you can pray all the time, but yet be more mentally minded than spiritually minded? Yes. You can pray and adhere to the mental realm and to what you understand. And then, and how many of you know you do understand pieces yeah. and bits, but you don't understand all. But the goal isn't to understand or even have revelation. The goal is to surrender your mind, will, and emotions to yeah. your spirit. Yeah. And then walk through the vehicle of your spirit. Learning to walk hand in hand with your spirit. Amen? Uh, that doesn't mean you've got to ask your spirit what you know drink you want at 7-Eleven. But at the same time, if you're going to 7-Eleven and your spirit's doing something uneasy, be aware of it. Does that make sense? I mean, I'm from, I grew up in the Word of Faith movement in the 80s, and this teaching was just coming out real heavily, and people were trying to be led on what pair of pants to wear. What? You know, or what color shirt to wear, or, or you know, there, there was just so much excess, you know, and error in it, and that doesn't mean God can't tell you, oh, wear a red shirt, because He can, but at the same time, you don't have to ask the Lord, what color shirt should I wear? Because right. 99% of the time, He doesn't care. And... Uh, <laughs> As long as you're wearing one, you know, and, and so, huh? The invisible wife. The invisible wife, yes. And so, um, well, like one time, um, well, let's uh, let's look at this. <clears throat> the same characteristics that are in the written word of God are going to be true regarding the spoken word of God. Now, when I say the spoken word, I mean the witness. Yeah. When your spirit bears witness with the Holy Spirit within you, that's God talking. Yeah. Amen? And so, the, how are you going to know, well, is that me or is that God? Is that me or is that God? Is that me? Is it me just thinking that or is that God? Anybody ever had that question? Yeah. Is that me or is that God? Is that me or is that God? Is that me just thinking that or is that God? Is that me or is that God? Is that me... Or is that... I think we've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how are you going to know whether that's you or God? <clears throat> well, here's... here's all, compare the written word with your spoken word. How many of us have misinterpreted the written word? Yeah. Haven't we all misinterpreted? Haven't we all thought, oh, that scripture means this, and then we grow a little bit, and then we see how ignorant we were? Yeah. You know, so don't, don't let your ego get in front of you right. and where you think the Lord's telling you something by your spirit and you might talk about it and then you have to like, oh, I've said that now I've got to commit to it. Because right. yeah. we've all done that. Yeah. And so, but give yourself some space to filter and to sift what you feel like God's telling you. Because as you do that, you might see, well, He told me this part, but all this other part is me just making stuff up. How many, have you done that with the written word? Haven't, haven't you grabbed a scripture and thought, oh, this scripture means this, and then you start comparing that with three other scriptures, and you start realizing, ah, uh, I was wrong there. But he did lead me to that scripture, but all these other scriptures contradict what I thought he meant, and then you start fellowshipping with it, and you start getting 
the purified truth of what he is really saying. Amen? Haven't we done that? So you've got to do that with the leading of God. So the same characteristics of the written, or written word are going to be the same with the spoken word. So let's look at some characteristics of the written word. And um, So Romans chapter 10, verse number 17. Let's go over there. You might think, what does this have to do with prayer? Well, when you do pray, it'll cause you... It'll, it'll help you or give you more strength to put things on the shelf. To not disregard them, but to think, oh, I got this leading, I got this quickening, but I'm just going to put that on the shelf instead of just so being so quick to embrace what I think He meant. You put it on the shelf and you let it stew. You let it... God doesn't have any Instapots. And so... You guys know what an Instapot is? Yeah, it's a pressure crock. It's a crock pot, but a but a pressure cooker. So, but anyways, um, Romans ten seventeen, and um, it is very good. It is very good. So, um, so Romans chapter. We're going to go through these real quickly. <clears throat> Romans chapter ten, verse number seventeen, and it says, <clears throat> it says here in uh, Romans chapter ten, verse number seventeen, it says, um, so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So we know that the Word of God, or when you hear the Word of God, it produces faith. Yes. Amen? That intangible quality of faith. You know when a scripture jumps out to you, it brings strength into you? Yes. When, when it's God leading you, there's going to be a strength to it. Yes. You're not going to have to prop it up. You're not going to have to build it up. You're not going to have to do all this stuff. Well, this sounds really good. It's going to have a life of its own yes. because it wasn't authored by you. Something you author, you have to strengthen. You have to feed. You have to keep alive. But when He authors it, it has a, it has a life of its own. Amen? In other words, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So God's leadings will produce faith, whether it's the written Word or whether it's the spoken Word. Amen? And so uh, that, that's simple enough. Let's go to James chapter 3. And um, i got to hurry because we do want to pray some. And, uh, but it's only 7.30, so we got we got time here. Uh, James chapter 3. Well, what degree will God lead me? Am I supposed to make all the decisions on my own? I know, does God care about all these little things? Uh, God cares about everything. And when you put something before Him, He'll lead you in the smallest of details. Um, I was driving from Phoenix, Arizona, uh, or from uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, to Phoenix, Arizona. I'd been to Phoenix one time before, but I had flown there. And so I didn't drive there, I'd flown there. And so now I'm driving into Phoenix. And so I'm driving into Phoenix, and um, my first time ever driving through the city. And so um, I'm driving. Uh, it's the very beginning times when everybody had cell phones. So this is in the year 2000. This is in like April of 2000, right when I first started ministering. And so I'm driving to Phoenix, and I get into Phoenix. You know, I'm coming down the 17 from, I drove from Tulsa to Flagstaff, coming down 17, and I just start getting into town, into Phoenix, and there's like some, a Barnes & Noble, that was my deal back then, is I'd go, anywhere there's a Barnes & Noble, you know it's nice, you know, so you're not going to get jumped or anything, so I was going to think, well, I'll go to Barnes & Noble, and there's a Barnes & Noble sign, I'm like, oh, I passed that up, and I just keep driving on the 17, I get through the city, and, uh, you know, and I have a cell phone, but I've got, you know, remember, you can't 
call because you don't have that many minutes and you got roaming charges and all that. So I'm like, I got to get right in the city to where I have the right kind of a signal because I don't want to have to pay $25 for this phone call. And so I'm driving. And so uh, I get through, get, almost get to downtown and I'm like, oh, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I don't know if I'm supposed to go western part of the city or the east part of the city or the north part of the city. I might have passed my destination 10 miles ago. I don't really know where I'm supposed to go. But I'm like, no, I'll just keep going. I'll just keep going. So I'm driving. I'm driving. I'm thinking, well, I'll go down here a little ways and I'll just drive a little more. I'm just driving. And then I keep seeing, you know, you know, Pecos Boulevard, you know, Ray Boulevard, Chandler Boulevard, all these things coming up. And then I see University Boulevard. And I'm like, oh, University. And I keep seeing that. And I think, oh, I think I'm going to go University. So I, I exit University Boulevard and I just make a left. So I'm driving down University Boulevard and I think, well, I'm going to go down here. I need to get gas. And I'll pull, I pull into a Chevron and on University Boulevard, I'm in Tempe now, which is a which is part of the metropolitan area of Phoenix. And so I get there and, uh, and I'm sitting there and I get my phone and I call Larry, the guy uh, that I'm supposed to meet. And I'm like, hey Larry, um, I'm, I'm here in town, I'm in Phoenix. I don't really know where I'm at, uh, but I'm here somewhere off of University Boulevard. And uh, where do I need to go? Do I need to go back downtown? Where do I need to go? And he goes, what's the cross street you're on? I'm like, I'm like on University and something else. And he goes, oh, you're two blocks from where I'm at. And I'm like, awesome. But see, I was led. I, and I wasn't trying to be led. I was just kind of unconsciously, oh, I need to keep going. Because I'm like, oh, i got to pull over. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait. Right. I'm just going to wait. And I just kept testing that water. And just testing that water. And then, and then I liked, there was something about the university street that I liked. And I just followed that. So the question is, is will he lead you in little things? He did not need to lead me in that. I could have very easily just went to the wrong place and called Larry and he could have gave me directions. There wasn't a real need for that, but he cared. And I gave regard to it to listen. Does that make sense? And um, another time, I was, actually I think it might have been the same trip. I was coming over here to Ventura and, uh, and I had been uh, to the pastor's house here before, I had flown in before. Uh, but I'd never been to their new area where they were. And so I was driving, and I'd driven from Phoenix, and my car was really dirty. And I'm like, man, i got to get my car washed before I meet the pastors. I want to get my car cleaned and all that. And I'm driving around trying to find um, a car wash for my car. And I'm like, I don't know where to go. I need to get my car washed, and uh, I need to do that. And then I had to mail some stuff from FedEx because back then uh, they had email, but I didn't have email. And so I carried letterhead and all that. Remember letterhead? I carried all that in my car. And so I'd write out thank you letters and I'd print them up at FedEx Kinko's and then I'd put them in an envelope and send it to the place I just went to. So I'm like, I need to send out my thank yous. I need to do all that. And I keep thinking about that. And I'm like, I can't do that right now. I got to find a gas station. And like, I need to get my car washed. I need to call the pastors here so I can, you know, tell, find out where I'm supposed to go and what's going on. And I keep thinking, I need to go to FedEx and get this thing done. And I'm like, I don't want to go to FedEx and get this thing done but it just kept coming up I'm, I need to go to FedEx and I'm like well there's a FedEx right there by the Barnes and Noble because I've driven by it like 10 times looking for a car wash because back then I you know in Oklahoma they have the manual car washes everywhere and here they're really hard to find you know and back there you can just pull off and start driving around and you'll find three of them you know so I'm look I'm naive don't know and I'm like okay Fine, I'll just go. There's a Barnes and Noble over there. There's a Starbucks in there. I saw a FedEx, so I'll go in there. So I pull up 
to the FedEx, I get all my stuff situated, and I get my stuff out of my car, and I start walking to the FedEx, and it has automatic doors like that, and I walk up, I'm walking like this, I got all my stuff on my hand, I look up, the door's open, the pastor walks out. And I'm like, what are you doing here? And he goes, no, I've been here for like an hour doing stuff. And, you know, he was doing some, he'd been there for a while. And the Holy Ghost had been trying to tell me, go to FedEx, go to FedEx, go to FedEx. And I'm like, no, I need to get my car washed. And I'm like, no, what are you doing? And he goes, well, we're, he, he, this is what he said. He goes, I've been here, but we're done now. He goes, we're going to go get our car washed. And he goes, we got the best place to go get it washed. And they do it for, for like $9. And they do it for you? And he's like, yeah, it's like $9. And so I needed, I could get gas and get my car washed and everything in the same place. And it was two blocks away. And I didn't know. And so, you know, that was a way I missed it. But at the same time, I had that witness on the inside, go to FedEx, go to FedEx. So the Lord is good. Amen. And so, um, man, I got to hurry. Uh, Jude, um, did we have you go somewhere else? James 3. Uh, James 3 at the very end of the chapter here. It says in, um, let's uh, start reading in the, let's say the 13th verse. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him, um, let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. The wisdom, this wisdom, does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. You might think, what has this got to do with leadings? Well, God's leadings are never bitter. And they're never envious. And they're not self-seeking. That sensual stuff, it comes from the flesh. He goes, for where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing is there. If you're confused... You can back it up to one of these. So if you're confused about what God wants you to do, you're thinking about these things. Amen? He goes, but the wisdom that is from above is pure, peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, and without partiality, and without hypocrisy. Isn't that amazing? You could say it like this. The leadings of God are pure. The leadings of God are peaceable and gentle. They're willing to yield. See, I had a leading to go to FedEx, but it just kept yielding to me. I drove around for 45 minutes looking for a car wash, and it was like, gently, go to FedEx. Go to FedEx. Go to FedEx. He never hollered at you? Nope. Now, he might do that, but... um. So, but, um... So, anyways, uh, praise the Lord. So, and then, um... So Jude 20, we'll go there. Just a couple of pages over. We've got a couple of minutes and then we'll pray for about 15 minutes. So Jude 20. It says, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God. <clears throat> So when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you're building yourself up. You're not building yourself up physically. You're not building yourself up emotionally or mentally. You're building yourself up spiritually. You're building yourself up. You're constructing yourself where the witness is. You're building up the leading of God. Does that make sense? 
And so, in other words, you're forti- I like to say it like this. I'm going to fortify direction. I've got direction, but I'm a little unclear. I'm a little unsure of it. So I'm just going to pray in the Holy Ghost here, and I'm going to keep my mind on this what I believe God's telling me. I believe that the Lord is leading me to do such and such. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to think about that, and I'm going to pray in the Holy Ghost. I believe that, um, let's say, I'm going to sell a house, or I'm going to buy a new car, or I'm going to make this decision, or I'm going to do this. And sometimes I'll just talk what I believe God's wanting me to do, what I believe that I have a witness in my spirit about, and then I'll just say that, and then I'll just take time and pray in other tongues. Lord, I... I'm going to make this decision. I am going to do this, and I am going to do that, and I am going to make this decision. And the whole time I'm talking in English and praying in other tongues, I'm listening or being aware of what my spirit's witnessing to. Does that make sense? And then, here's the thing. What did it say in James? It says, that wisdom that comes down from above is pure and gentle and without hypocrisy. One of the most, let me say this, if you're going to be dishonest and have ego when it comes to being led, you're going to miss it because you have to surrender what you thought he meant to what he says. So if you're not willing to adapt what you think you got and it's wrong, Are you out there? Because we all see through a glass darkly. That's why sometimes it's good, which we're going to get to in a moment, just to wait on God. And just wait. And just wait. And just stew over that leading. And work with that leading. And just stew it over until it really gets on the inside of you. You're almost purifying it. You know what? I'm not a, I'm not a great cook or anything. But anybody know what a reduction sauce is? Anybody? Most people do. In French, you ever had French food where it has the really like, it looks like tar, the sauces. They're real dark and real. It's because it's been reduced so much. It's been slowly heated to where it's just warm enough to evaporate. So then the waters evaporate and the flavors get more and more enhanced. So it's called a reduction sauce. So what you're doing, you can. I do this all the time. I'll be working in my little van or doing things, and I'm like, I'm just going to reduce. I'm just going to pray in the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to get to where that leading is so rich, and the flavors are so potent and so strong that it's just going to punch you in the face. You know, because sometimes leadings are just like, ah, 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 kind of, maybe, kind of. You know, how many of you know if, it, if it's just, well, kind of, I think, maybe, I don't know, maybe, kind of, and then something comes along and hits you, you're going to be unsure. But man, and once you got it and you know that you know that you know, it doesn't matter what happens. It's like, I'm going through. I'm going to the other side. So... Uh, let's go to, um, so you're fortifying the leading. Let's go to uh, just a couple of pages back, Second Peter. 
talking about characteristics of the witness or characteristics of the leading of God are the same characteristics of the written word. Whatever, the, whatever characteristics are of the written word of God, those characteristics will be alive in when God speaks to you. Amen? And so, uh, one, uh, one also it says in uh, verse number, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse number 19. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well heed as a light that shines in a dark place, until the day, dawn day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart, knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation, for not, prophecy never came by the will of man, but by the holy men of God, as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Uh, one characteristic of the leading of God is that you won't be the only person that has it. What this means is that there is nobody on the planet that has a private interpretation of the Scriptures because it's the same Holy Ghost. Somebody somewhere has some of the same glimmer of truth that you have, and you'll be able to find somebody somewhere that can fellowship or will have that same witness with you. If it's the Holy Ghost witnessing to your spirit about something and you talk to somebody else, that person has the Holy Ghost too, and it will the Holy Ghost will witness with them about the truth. Now, He won't tell you everything about... He won't tell people... God keeps a secret. He won't tell everybody your business. But at the same time, when you're interacting with people, like if you're going to make a decision and do something, and 15 different people that really are endeavoring to walk with God and talk with God and live right and walk right and talk right and do right, that they are hesitant towards it, then I would take a step back. Yeah. That doesn't mean you've got to be led by what other people think, but if everybody you talk to is hesitant or reserved, or has a, uh, about it, and they're really not trying to steer you in a way that benefits them, but they're just, they're questioning it, then I, I'm not saying don't do it, but I would take guard. Amen? So, uh, let's go to, um, well, let's go to um, two more passages of Scripture. Isaiah 40 which is what we're going to pray about tonight. Is this okay with everybody? Yeah. <clears throat> Listen, if you, if you have doubt in this area, and we all do, you could just walk around and say, Thank you, Lord, I'm led by your Spirit. I'm your sheep, and I know your voice. I'm led by your Spirit. I am led by your Spirit. I am led by your Spirit. This, my steps are ordered of you. My steps are ordered of you. I'm the righteous, and the steps of the righteous are ordered of God. My steps, they are ordered of God. My steps 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 are ordered. How long do you say it? Until you combat every doubt and unbelief. Until you get that out of you. My steps are ordered of God. Amen. I'm his sheep and I know his voice. Amen. And it's going to be peaceable. It's going to be full of faith. It's going to have an intangible quality of his fabric on the leading. And if it doesn't have it, it might be good. Isn't anybody, I have been pressured or endeavored to be manipulated by people to give things away. You know, and it's good to give things away. You know, it's good if you have an abundance to share it with other people. But at the same time, I've been pressured to give and it didn't have his fabric on it. Right. So I just restrained myself. Yeah. But at other times, I've had stuff that I didn't even plan on giving, right. but I had an urge. I had an unconscious something that had a life of its own. It's like, man, I, I got to get this out of my hands. I got to get this away from me. I got to. 
where he was compelling me, but it was peaceable. It was gentle. It was full of good fruits. There was joy there. There was excitement there. There wasn't a manipulation there. See, there's a characteristic of when you're led by God and his word, there's going to be faith there. And the characteristic, what do we always say at Raymond? They always say, faith rejoices, gives thanks, and is glad. Doubt despairs, complains, and is sad. The leadings of God, uh, faith rejoices, gives thanks, and is glad. So leadings are going to give thanks and they're going to be glad they're going to be full of joy and and when leadings come of the flesh there's going to be despairing there's going to be a a, a, a pursuit to complain and to doubt but but the leadings of God are full of faith and full of victory and full of excitement and full of passion You know, and that's when you can know, man, this is God leading me. This is the Holy Ghost leading me. There's a scripture in Jeremiah where it says, He that believeth will not make haste. You don't have to get in a hurry. Doubt and despair say, Get in a hurry, get in a hurry, get in a hurry, get in a hurry. You got to do it today, you got to do it today, you got to do it today. But faith waits. Amen. It acts, but it's not in a hurry. Isaiah chapter 40. And and it says here in uh, Isaiah chapter 40. It says, um, uh, verse number um, 29, it says, He gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, He increases their strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles, and they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. And then Isaiah 28. So, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Amen? Uh, Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their... That doesn't sound like those that try to get the Lord to hurry. Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I'm just going to wait on you, Lord. I'm just going to wait in your presence. I'm just going to get in your presence and I'm just going to wait to see what you've got to say. Lord, I put this before you. See, like if this is your your request. Lord, i got some questions about these icebreaker mints. Lord, I got some questions about my job choices. I've got some questions about my class choices. I got some questions about this, but I'm going to set this before you and I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to wait on you. Remember in the Old Testament, sometimes fire would come out of heaven and burn the altar. Sometimes they would take fire uh, out of the... Um, well, I don't have time to get into all that, but... Um, well, yeah, I do. Uh, in, the, in, the, in the Old Testament, remember there were three different pieces of the temple... Uh, the temple had an outer court, an inner court, and a most holy court. That's symbolic of your spirit, soul, and body. On the outer court, at the entrance of the outer court, there was a doorway. And what was at that doorway? A cauldron of fire. And that's where they got fire to burn everything. And it says in Acts 2, there was a cloven tongues like as a fire. You can use praying in the Holy Ghost as a means to sacrifice everything. You bring it before God, and then you pray in the Holy Ghost, and you see what He lets fire. See, when they took a a sacrifice in the Old Testament, they would take that sacrifice, and they'd put it on the altar, and then they would take coals out of that cauldron at the door of the entrance of the temple, and they would burn that sacrifice. So you can take your job, you can say, Lord, this is my job, this is my relationship, this is my marriage. This is my ministry. This is my work. And I'm taking this big, huge thing that I don't know what to do with, and I'm going to put it on the altar, and I'm just going to put your cauldrons of fire on it and see what you light up. 
and you could press here and he might say tighten up your patience tighten up your willingness tighten up your openness to do what I want you to do tighten up your willingness if you be willing and obedient you shall eat the good of the land you're doing what you're supposed to be doing walking to where you're supposed to walk being where you're supposed to be doing but your willingness needs a little bit of help Sometimes, you know, you can't qualify for the complete blessing if you're just not willing. If you have willing, is all about attitude. If you're doing the right thing with the wrong attitude, you hinder the blessing of God from happening. Amen? And so, uh, so those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And I'll just paraphrase this because we do got to pray. In Isaiah uh, 28, 11, it says, For with stammering lips and another tongue will I speak to this people and bring a refreshing to them. And so this sounds a lot like Isaiah 40. He says, Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. There will be a refreshing. And then Paul says in 1 Corinthians 14, he says, For with stammering lips and another tongue will I speak. He, he makes reference to Isaiah Isaiah 28, 11 is speaking in tongues. Amen? And so, I know it went a long time, but that's okay. Amen? And so, um, so let's take some time. Has anybody believed in God for some direction? Yes. Always. Amen. Has anybody, you know, you might have some direction, but we just went, where did we go? What's that museum we went to? Getty. The Getty. We just went to the Getty. And, uh, and it was pretty interesting they showed, there wasn't a whole lot of them, but there were some sculptures there that weren't finished. Where it's just a rock, but it has a partial person coming out of it. Sometimes that's how direction is. You got a piece of it, but there's still some other pieces that need to be honed. It's like, I know this is a face, but is it a man or a woman? Is it, you know, what is this exactly? I kind of have a little bit, but I don't know it all. So, um, so let's, uh, let's take some time and let's just hone out some further direction. Amen? And, um, and so with that, uh, one way is just staying in faith. Just believing, hey, I got direction. Amen? And then at the same time, keep an ear on what you don't know and keep a hand on what you do know. Amen? So um, I think I went long enough. And so... Um, Just checking up. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We magnify you. We thank you, Lord God, for direction and clarity. We thank you for leading and guiding us as a church and individually. We thank you, Lord God, for communicating unto our spirits your plan, your purpose, and your will. And so, Lord God, we ask you to witness with our spirit to the truth of what you want us to do. And so we lift up our lives to you, Lord God. We lift up the church to you. Uh, we lift up our decisions to you. We lift up what we think to you about things. And we trust you for direction and clarity uh, into the furtherance of what you want us to do. Estora prevista, pranglem redia galonda do bocho, e praboriatia fravacious, si apoborian temeke, ancia consondola marakian temane, am praboriatia fravoci, sapra vina manakea tia fravocio, or tia palabra dia collegia sandalebra duma, am boboriatia fravisto, poboriante, mancansense, astolabrodofa, volti lebra dia pran, entolama de goci, sepraboriate, fravisto, poboriante, amanca, and probo, we'll pray about 10 or 12 minutes here. Astolabrogonto, 
If you want to sit, you can sit, stand, kneel, do whatever you want. Oh, 
men zin ni monaco. O nama kunumana, o nener ni mana, andanam ni mana kona monacona, in the lama no kona, yura promona, mina monacona, mina kona monaco, mina kona monaco, mina kona monake, mina kinimana kenya, mina kona monake, mina kinimona, omri kinimina, mina kinimonaco, mina kona monake, mana kinimonacona, mina kinimonake, mina kinimonacona mom. O monocona mo, mola calamini kina monocona man. And send a medagina, mongolama digina mo, ombra de gala menagina, mongola monocona. Oh, onda de diba, ha 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 a family, 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 a female, 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 a Ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-
Osun Dalamra de Gayate, Bronze and Sebra Duma Nakota, O Ranti Upper Labra de Gochi, O Ranti Upper Labra de Gayche, and Sampan Lamana Koto, O Ranti Upper Lamra de Kiate Manakite, Direction, Clarity, Direction, and Clarity, Direction, and Clarity, Direction, and Clarity. Direction and clarity, clarity, clarity and direction. Full of faith and full of the Spirit. Full of direction, full of direction, full of direction, full of direction. Get full of what you directed. Get, get full, get full, get full, get full, get full of what you're directed by Sinamona. Get full, get full, get full, get full of what you're directed Get full of direction. Get full of direction. Get full of direction. Set your mind. Set your heart. Set your face like flint to get forth out of your spirit. That leading, that direction, that clarity. The best days are yet to be. The best days are yet to be. The best days are yet to be. Yesteryear is gone away, but tomorrow is yet to be. But the plan of God will because Solomon Kate Bankalama di Kia Tomana Kalamana Kia Tia Lamona in marriage is so so manakita mona mona in marriages is so paboriamana kita lamona kotum in the mara marriages in the mose marriages in the moto mirages is sita lamona kotum and mirage in the matsin solamona kotum a marriage is a foromonte a marriage is in the miskan a marriage is soto a marriage is a site a marriage is a salt man and an assault of marriages in the soul sabalamonokoto i'll be the salt of the marriage i'll be the salt of the marriage i'll restrain myself and solve the vasha soul paloma nikia tia paloma nikate and right for do manikia tomanda kela monokola mana tia chikonsa namana angela monokote lebra di glamba de glebra digi dola bredigana mana gator briga de mona mo marriage is a soul marriage is a soul marriage is a soul marriage is a soul Marriage is a soul. Marriage is a soul. Marriage is a soul. And Sanamanako Lamanikiate. Miracosa Sama. Miracosa Samani. Miracosa Sitolum. Miracosa Sitolomanakoto. And Solomona. Just a couple more minutes here. Anchikona Manikeate. Manikikato Manakoto. Manakiato Banakonta Manakiato Manakoto. Manakoto Namona. Manakoto Namona. Manakoto Namanakota. Manakota na Manakota, Manakota Manakite, Eredia da, Aradota de dia de dia. Ah ha 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 Oh, oh, my, oh, my. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
called friends and friends, friends and friends and friends and friends and friends, friends and friends and friends, 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 friends and friends, friends in Sopobora and Sapala and Tolomona, friends, 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 friends. I'm 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 so so malamana hene a friends and a friend and a friends a friend a friend and friends a friend and friends I'm a friend and I have friends I'm a friend and I have friends I am a friend a trustworthy faithful friend who can find I am a friend and I have friends Esto Lomona Anselamona Melakalama Nakoto Malakalama Nakayate Menakina Manakoto Manakoto Lomona Koto Soto Lobra Dea Fravisto Poladro Dea Pernamana Kayate Bronskin Sebrabori Antia Manakoto Hallelujah Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord, that because you love us, you lead us. We thank you for your direction and your guidance. Because of your great love and your mercy towards us, we thank you for your mercy and grace that abounds towards us. But we rise up in faith and partake of that mercy and that grace. We meet you in the middle, so to speak. Yeah. So we thank you for your help and your assistance and your aid. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'd encourage you, um, take these truths and um, don't let it be a visit. Exercise these things, you know, whether it's, you don't have to do it for a long time, but 20 minutes here, 5 minutes here, 30 seconds. Here, you know, if you can dedicate the time you warm up your coffee or the time that I mean, I would start sometimes. You know, how exits there's like two exits. I'll be like, Lord, for the next two exits, I'm gonna pray about this, and that's the only amount of time I could pray about that fully persuaded. So then I do those two, when that two exits done, it felt like it was 30 hours because that was all I could go for that particular thing. Yeah. Then I seal it and I'm done with it and worry and the devil wants say, oh, you need to pray more. You need to pray more. You need No, I'm like, hey, if that's the little boy's lunch, then he can take that and multiply it. You know? And then the next day I might say, Lord, I'm going to take these two exits and I'm going to pray. Or I'm going to take five minutes and I'm going to dedicate these five minutes to that. Amen? So I'd encourage you to take... Um, Take time, and of course you can do more. You can pray for an hour if you want. But, you know, just really be persuaded about it. Amen? And so uh, I trust this has been a blessing to you. And uh, aren't you thankful that He loves us enough to guide us and direct us? And, and uh, I mean, we could tell story after story after story uh, where the Lord led us. You know, sometimes we knew it was a leading. Sometimes it was an unconscious leading. But we could just tell stories and stories about how the Lord led us. And I'm sure you could tell stories, too, about where how the Lord's led you and things He's blessed you with. But it's just good to feed on these things, amen? Because your answer today that's coming tomorrow will get there by you following that.